Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Turning our attention to the weather, residents in Riverside can enjoy a relatively warm day with temperatures peaking at a high of 77.3 degrees, dropping to a low of 59.1 by nightfall, making for a pleasant day ahead. In today's top stories, we're peeling back the layers on a concerning trend as email fraud emerges as a significant challenge for consumers and companies alike, particularly as the holiday season swings into full gear. We'll explore the complexities of these scams and offer essential tips to keep your personal information safe. Later on, we delve into the world of artificial intelligence and tech leadership as we cover the return of Sam Altman to the helm of OpenAI. Amidst swirling controversy, we'll discuss his reinstatement and the unexpected partnership with Microsoft that's charting a new course for an advanced AI research team. Stay tuned to understand how this move could reshape the future of AI technology. We turn now to our top story today, a concerning issue affecting consumers and companies alike during the holiday shopping frenzy. Email fraud is on the rise posing significant challenges and our own Ethan has been looking into this. Ethan, what can you tell us about what's happening? Good morning, Grace. Indeed, as the holiday season approaches, a time traditionally known for its high consumer spending, cybercriminals are becoming ever more sophisticated. They're bombarding inboxes with urgent emails promising limited-time deals, trying to disguise themselves as legitimate retailers. It's a game of deception capitalizing on the surge in online buying. That's certainly troubling to hear. Now, how are these cyber criminals managing to pull off such convincing scams? Well, Grace, a key issue here is the inherent insecurity of email communications. Most emails we send and receive aren't encrypted, and there's no verified signature from the sender or the recipient. This lack of security makes email systems prime targets for spoofing and phishing attacks, where scammers impersonate trusted entities to steal information. Interesting. Are there methods that could prevent these kinds of attacks? Yes, actually, there are advancements in security measures such as email encryption and what's known as DMARC, domain-based message authentication, reporting, and conformance protocol. DMARC, for instance, is designed to verify the authenticity of an email, aiming to keep those fraudulent messages at bay. With these available tools, one would hope companies are safer. Are they not utilizing these advancements effectively? Surprisingly, no. A study by cybersecurity firm Proofpoint showed that more than half of the top 50 U.S. retailers are not fully compliant with DMARC, meaning they're not taking full advantage of these protocols to protect their domains. Consequently, many fraudulent emails could be slipping through the cracks. That's a significant percentage of non-compliance. What does this say about the responsibility companies have towards their consumers? Exactly, Grace. The article from NPR argues that while consumers are asked to remain vigilant, companies should shoulder a larger part of the responsibility for cybersecurity. In fact, major email providers like Google and Yahoo are stepping in, and they plan to require DMARC compliance by February 2024. Emails from companies that don't comply might be automatically flagged as spam, or worse, blocked. That sounds like a major step. 
What could be the potential implications for companies, especially in light of this requirement? This is where it gets tricky, Grace. Companies with complex networks involving many outside suppliers and contractors could find this challenging. Non-compliance could mean legitimate emails getting caught in spam filters, which might lead to missed business opportunities or even disrupted services for customers. And the timeline isn't far off. How are companies expected to respond to this, knowing there might be real consequences? The move by email providers didn't come out of the blue. They've been nudging companies toward DMARC for years. Most agree it's a move in the right direction for consumer safety. Companies will have to navigate some obstacles, but the goal of protecting consumers during the high-traffic holiday season is certainly a priority. It seems like a crucial step to ensure a safe shopping experience online. Thank you, Ethan, for that comprehensive coverage on a story that surely affects many of our viewers. Happy to share the information, Grace. Stay safe out there. In a striking turnaround, OpenAI has welcomed back Sam Altman to the helm as chief executive following some recent turbulence within the company. To explore this unexpected development, we've got our reporter Chloe on the line with all the details. Chloe, can you fill us in on what's happened? Happy to, Grace. Sam Altman, one of the co-founders of OpenAI, is back in charge after being ousted by the company's board of directors. It's a bit of a corporate drama that's been unfolding, with reports from NPR, CNBC, and The Washington Post discussing the heart of the dispute, essentially, the pace and manner in which OpenAI was releasing new AI tools versus the safety protocols they were implementing. What was the issue with the safety protocols that led to such a drastic move by the board? The board was concerned about striking the right balance between innovation and public safety. The rapid development and release of AI technologies have raised ethical and safety concerns. As AI becomes more advanced, there's a growing need for strict safety measures, something the board felt might not have been prioritized enough under Altman. So what prompted the company to reinstate Altman? It seems there was significant internal pressure, with hundreds of employees pushing for this reversal. It's not every day you see employees rallying to such an extent for the return of a leader, and their voices were likely a key factor in the board's decision. Plus, Altman's reinstatement comes alongside an overhaul of the board of directors altogether. Do we know what role the investors played in this return? Yes, influential investors, including Microsoft, have had their say. Given the importance of Altman to the company and his track record, they certainly wanted him at the steering wheel. It's worth noting that Microsoft's involvement goes beyond mere investment. Their CEO, Satya Nadella, announced that Altman is set to join them in forming a new advanced AI research team. That's quite the partnership. What are the potential implications of Altman's return and this collaboration with Microsoft? We're looking at a potential powerhouse in the AI field. Under Altman's previous leadership, OpenAI gave us ChatGPT, a groundbreaking tool in itself. This partnership with Microsoft could push the frontiers of AI even further. However, there are still outstanding questions about how they'll balance innovation with safety and ethics. Given the concerns about AI safety, can we expect any changes to OpenAI's approach? It's probable. The company has indicated they will be working closely with the new board to iron out the specifics of their collaboration. This could mean a re-evaluation of their safety protocols going forward. Transparency, ethical AI development, and implementing robust safety measures will likely be high on their agenda. 
And when it comes to the AI industry as a whole, any thoughts on the wider impact of such developments? OpenAI's moves are always watched closely. They could set trends for safety standards and development speed in the AI community. Other companies might follow their lead, potentially spurring a new era for AI evolution, with profound implications for technology and society. That's a comprehensive update, Chloe. It will definitely be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Thank you so much for shedding light on what's going on inside OpenAI and the potential repercussions of Sam Altman's reinstatement. It's my pleasure, Grace. I'll keep an eye on the story as it continues to develop. Good evening, I'm, your name, and here are some other headlines we have for you tonight. 1. Ceasefire and hostage exchange between Israel and Hamas asterisk. A breakthrough has been reached in the Middle East as Israel and Hamas have struck a deal for a ceasefire that will commence Thursday morning. The truce notably includes a mutually agreed upon exchange of hostages. Reports indicate that Egyptian mediators have played a pivotal role in bringing both sides to this point. This agreement could mark a momentous step toward de-escalating the long-standing conflict in Gaza. 2. Ex-Trump executive breaks down in testimony asterisk. Drama unfolds in the courtroom as a former executive of the Trump Organization provides a riveting and emotional testimony. Publicly disclosing his resignation, the former executive cited untenable legal pressures faced by the company as his reason for stepping down. His revelations contribute to the complexity of the legal scrutiny presently surrounding the business practices of the former president. 3. Violent incident at Las Vegas High School asterisk. A disturbing scene at a high school in Las Vegas has left the community shaken. An intense dispute among students, reportedly over stolen goods, resulted in a violent confrontation and the heartbreaking death of a student. This incident has sparked urgent conversations about the critical need for enhanced measures to ensure student safety and improve conflict resolution protocols in schools. 4. Asterisk asterisk 60-year anniversary of JFK's assassination asterisk. On a more somber note, this year marks the 60th anniversary of the tragic assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Decades later, those who witnessed the historic event, including an Associated Press journalist, are sharing their first-hand accounts. Their stories are resurfacing, offering new generations a glimpse into the day that altered the trajectory of American history. 5. Sony faces major legal challenge asterisk. In the corporate world, electronics giant Sony is at the center of a legal maelstrom. Facing allegations of unfair monopoly practices related to its PlayStation Store, Sony is involved in a substantial $7.9 billion lawsuit. This situation is drawing a watchful eye from consumers and regulatory bodies, reminding us of the ongoing debates about digital marketplaces and antitrust laws. While these are the main stories, we're also tracking other significant developments today, which, by request, will not be covered in further detail at this moment. And that is a quick look at today's headlines. Stay tuned for more in-depth coverage on these stories and more. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.